Hey everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. My name is Justin Doro and I'm honored to be your host as we unpack this week's growth content. Today we are talking about envisioning the new. Hey Robin, how are you doing? Hey Pastor Jay, I'm doing great. It's great to be back at Growth Week and glad to be having this conversation. I'm excited that I get to do this one more time before I take off. Great. I'm really excited to hear about this part of the journey in managing your transition and we are talking about envisioning the future. We say the children of Israel went through all these steps that we have already covered so if you miss them go back to the previous Uh, episodes and catch yourself up but today we're talking about that very moment when they had been in the wilderness for a long time there came a time when they had to really refocus and envision what was coming and uh, the bible speaks of this whole idea of them sending out spies Mm. and they sent spies that went to look into the land and come back to give the congregation of the children of israel a report of what's in this new season. And um, yeah, we we would really love to hear what some of the things that God has been sharing with you. So let's start with this whole idea of sending spies. When did you start spying Ipswich? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, at the time, I didn't even know that I was spying in a sense, <laughs> you know. Um, so in December 2018, I actually went to Ipswich. Um, I have family that live there. So I went to go visit them for 10 days and they, um, you know, even though it was a short time that I was there, they took me around. They wanted me to see as much of their little space of England as possible. And um, yeah, so I don't know. It's such an amazing city. Um, you know, I loved everything about it. I loved the the, the vibe, the environment. I loved just um, the way that it seems. It's not like as massive as Johannesburg, but it's kind of like still doable for a small town girl, kind of, <laughs> you know. And so they've got the University of Suffolk, which is like the main university for that county. So um, when we were driving past the waterfront um, one day when they were showing me around, um, I just saw that in the quad in front of the university, they've got this question mark sculpture. And immediately I thought of Alpha via the HTB network, you know, like the, those, that discipleship course that people go through yeah. for, for eight weeks. And um, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. The, the sculpture looks exactly like the Alpha logo. So when I got back to Wi-Fi, I immediately Googled, like, is there a connection <laughs> to Alpha or HTB? And at the time, there wasn't. So I was like, okay, well, maybe someday, you know, they'll open a church or something. Because I know <laughs> that the, 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 the main campus is in London. Yeah. So anyways, I kind of never thought about it again, you know, um, enjoyed my time in Ipswich in England and um, left and I haven't been back since. And obviously I've kept in touch with my family and they just love living there. And they've, you know, always shared like a a lot of their life, what they're doing there. And um, yeah, so when I I knew that my season here was up, um, it was like, okay, well then what is next? (laughs) Like what is next? So I kind of knew that I I would want to leave South Africa for a time because I was like, well, if not now, then when? When? You know, and like I said in one of the previous episodes, I, I don't have anything that's tying me down here. Like I'm not married. I don't have kids. I can now go and just explore something completely different. Yeah. So yeah, I started looking at different options and um, 
I was like, okay, I could go to Portugal because I'm a Portuguese citizen, you know. Um, but I know that there aren't many churches there and, <laughs> you know, only mainly Catholic churches. Yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe not Portugal. So I was like, why not look at Ipswich? Um, you know, my cousin and her husband have been saying since they moved there, like, oh, you need to come here. Like, we'll help you get set up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was always like, nah, you know, that's not for me. <laughs> and um, so I just started looking around at opportunities in Ipswich. And so one of the first things that I Googled was churches in Ipswich. Or yeah. I think I actually Googled vacancies for churches in <laughs> Ipswich. Um, yeah. And one of the first places that I came across was River Church. Yeah. And so I went onto their website. And to my amazement, I saw that they were a brand new church plant by the HTB network, which is the people that created Alpha. And um, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Let me find out more. So I basically scoured every single bit of their websites and um, looked at their vacancies. And they, at the time, they had uh, two vacancies, one for a coffee shop manager and the other one for a part-time fundraising assistant. So I was like, oh, that's not really, you know, where I see myself going. And so as I was going through the website, I saw that they were starting this thing called River College, which is basically a one-year program um, equipping and training leaders in different streams. So, for example, worship, kids, students, transformation, um, all that kind of stuff. So I looked at this and I, I just read through the program and I saw that it was for free and they just wanting to invest in people. And so I contacted them. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I don't even know if this is open to international students, but um, I'm interested. Can you tell me more? And that's kind of how the journey started. Um, I started having video calls with the um, senior leaders of the church, uh, Matt and Amy. And so, yeah, that was kind of the, the beginning of all that. Yeah. And now I'm going to River College in Ipswich. So you don't know what you don't know. I think we have always said that m many times we remain limited because we don't expose ourselves to something else. And for you, even though you were just having a holiday there, your eyes were opened to something mm. that then became instrumental in making decisions to to go forward. So what you see during mm. transition is very, very important. Yeah. If we think of the journey of the children of Israel, they had to send 12 spies mm. and 10 of them came back reporting about the giants and yeah. only two had good report. So let's, let's talk about how do you manage, how do you keep your perspective right when you are spying yeah. a land? How did you filter through stuff and how did you keep your eyes focused on what is the main thing? Yeah. So I think this is where technology is such a great thing because, you know, in the olden days, they would literally have to like go out and spy and go in amongst yeah. the people and stuff, which kind of would not have been possible for me, you know, being in South Africa. But um, one of the great things was that, you know, the fact that they even had a website that I yeah. could see. Um, I started immediately researching what HTB believes um, in terms of doctrine and some of their core beliefs and stuff. And But I knew that that wasn't enough because, yeah, um, they're part of HTB, but they also still their own, you know, they are River Church apart yeah. from that, even though that's their oversight. So for me, it was important that I get a view of kind of what they are like, you know, what kind of a normal Sunday would look like, what kind of people would be going there, all that kind of stuff. And so um, Instagram <laughs> went onto the Instagram page, um, really loved what I saw on there. Um, but I think, you know, going into one of my initial conversations with the senior leaders, I actually had a list 
of things that I wanted to talk about because I knew that I couldn't blindly go into another church environment not knowing yeah. specific things because I think we all know that the world has gone a bit cuckoo and yeah. you know things are busy infiltrating church circles that are just not godly <laughs> you know it's just like there's absolutely no foundation for some of the things that are coming into the church you know yeah. based in, on, in scripture and stuff and so um, yeah going into that meeting I kind of knew that I needed to ask some hard questions because I knew that if I didn't I was potentially going into like <laughs> something that would not be at all what God wanted me to, to step into. Mm. So I had to ask things like, what, what are their beliefs? What do they believe just about salvation? <laughs> like, do they, like, do they believe that Jesus is the only way <laughs> to the father kind of thing? And, um, you know, to my, <laughs> to my joy and amazement, um, you know, they're pretty solid in their doctrine, in what they believe and stuff. And I think in saying that, um, you know, they were pre pretty honest with me also in saying that, you know, the Church of England is in a very interesting um, period right now where they are talking about a lot of things and, you know, a lot of things are wanting to creep in and all that kind of stuff. So I know that there are potential giants, you know, yeah. um, laying in front of me. But at the same time, I feel confident that it, I know that some of the people that I'm going to be laboring alongside um, believe what I believe and kind of see what I see, which is really encouraging. That's very, very important because if you are going to follow God, there are fundamental things that you want to yeah. make sure that they're in place. Number one, you can't follow God against his word. Yeah. That's just like whatever season you're going through, whatever transition you're going through, if it's against the word of God, it's never yeah. going to work. Uh, here's the thing. We, we're now in a, in a world where... People can make things work for, yeah. for a season. Uh, the Bible actually says there's a way that seems right at the end. It leads, leads to destruction. So whatever you're transitioning into, mm -hmm. if it is contrary to the word of God, it's not of God. That's just yeah. clear. And then number two, I love what you said about beliefs. If you walk into something that goes against your fundamental beliefs and values, you are ultimately compromising something yeah. that you have always held true. And I don't think that God would call you mm. into a season that compromises yeah. your values. Um, otherwise, you, you, you never had values or you didn't understand what values are. I think values are what help us make decisions. So what you focus on is very, very important. So when I was leaving Zim and coming to Port Alfred, uh, I remember the spine. So I didn't do the Google thing. And obviously Port Alfred is too small for me to have <laughs> Googled anything then. And yeah. then Google wasn't as big. You know, it's like... Are you revealing your age right now, Pastor Jay? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the data there. <laughs> but anyway, so I literally had to yeah. jump on the bus, come all the way into another country to come and spy the land. And I remember, I think I stayed, I was, it wasn't 10 days, I think it was a week, I think just about seven days. And in seven days, I said no. I said, absolutely not. This is not for me. I'm going back. But it's because of where my eyes were. You know, uh, I was coming from a city and I'm coming in, into a small town. And I'm looking at the small town and I can't see life. I am like, <laughs> what's going on? And like, no, yeah. call me to Joba, call me to Cape Town. Yes, of course. My eyes were solely fixed on the, mm. uh, the population and uh, the buildings. And I'm just like, no, there are no big buildings here. What's happening? Something is wrong. I've always been raised like that. So it was important for me to change my perspective. So when you are spying a land, the thing is you can't spy 
for the new using the old lenses. Mm. Because if you look into the new wearing your old lenses, everything is different. It's like, yeah. no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. And that, that was me. I just like, I can't because I was still wearing my old lenses. And I thank God that after turning it down and going back, he actually spoke to me and he said, hey, I prepared a place for you. And this time when I came back, I came back not looking at things, but just listening to God. And I looked at this place and I'm like, yeah, this place could be the place where I can do so much of what I've always wanted to do. And everything changed because I'm, I was no longer looking with physical eyes, but with spiritual eyes and listening to God. Definitely. I think that is so, so important to do your due diligence. You need to do as much research as you can. You need to try and find out as much as you can. And, um, you know, Pastor Jay, I was just thinking about, you know, that whole thing where they sent the spies into the land. You know, as we know the story, 10 of them saw giants and that's yeah. all that they saw. But the two, they saw, you know, the land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. But that didn't mean that there weren't any giants. Yeah. Right. So they <laughs> so how exactly do you deal with that? Because when you envision the new, yes, you need to see the um, potential. You need to see what God wants you to see. Like your yeah. lens needs to be right. Um, and yeah, definitely, you can't kind of compare to Egypt. You can't compare <laughs> to what was before. Yeah. But I think one of the, the main things that is, is kind of scary is, you know, don't try and look past the fact that they are giants. Oh, yeah. You know, you need to be aware of those things as well. So how exactly do you keep a full picture of everything you know because yeah. if you think about it it's a lot it's like okay you can't look through old lenses you yeah. need to see the potential but then you also need to acknowledge the giants yeah. so how do you kind of keep the right mindset how do you not just get discouraged <laughs> and like oh my word this is a lot um when you're going through that a very good question i think you kind of touched on it in your reference to the children of israel they sent 12 spies 10 only saw the giants yeah. and i love that word that she chose only they only saw the giants. But the two, they saw the giants. In fact, when they were motivating the children of Israel, the rest of the congregation of the children of Israel, they said, hey, guys, indeed, they are giants. Yeah. So the, it's not like they buried their heads in the sand yeah. and pretended there's no giants. They saw the giants and they acknowledged that indeed they are giants. So we're not talking about burying your head in the sand and denying that they are giants. In fact, I often want to say this to people when they move it's going to be difficult mm. and sometimes people feel like because of the weight of you know you are my pastor you are my mm. leader you prophesying bad things into my yeah. future but here's what i know every transition is going to be difficult mm. and the reality is there are 10 giants out of two positive things that you can mm. look at so for every two good positive it's reasons five. why they are yeah. so you're going to face constantly daily you're going to be faced with more giants and you're going to be faced with positive things but it's knowing that this is my path and this is what god has promised that's why i always say to people make sure that god is in it it doesn't matter what it is because you are going to go through the giants but when you know that god is in it this is what made the difference in the children of israel yeah. the two spies joshua and caleb what did they say they said hey guys i saw the spies i saw the giants sorry but our god is yeah. bigger than the giants so whatever giants you are facing if you are facing them alone they're going to defeat you mm. i think cuz people when when you are envisioning the new and you transitioning and you wanting to transition into something new you kind of put on rose colored glasses yeah. you want to see just the best of everything 
and you kind of put yourself at a disadvantage because you you when there's something like, that kind of hits you out of left field you're like it, yeah. it, it's almost crippling yeah. because you never expected you were like hey i thought this was of god i thought that he was gonna walk with me and just yes yes, yes he is <laughs> but um you also need to kind of open your eyes and i think that that's really worth like zooming in on for a moment because I remember when we had um, the farewell for me here at the church and, you know, you invited people to come and like speak over me. And um, one couple that I've known for years, you know, the husband who I greatly value, like (laughs) the the wisdom that he's given me over the years and stuff like he kind of gave me a word, um, yes, of encouragement, but also of warning. And he kind of touched on, you know, some of the things that are happening in the UK and stuff. And I actually had some people that had that were in the crowd listening to what he was saying come to me afterwards, and they were like, oh, um, "Like, what was that? Are you okay? Like, what was he talking about?" And I'm like, "It's it's good. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Like, what he's saying is true." true. And um, like, I already knew <laughs> what what he was saying, but I think that's kind of the mindset that people have: is, yeah. "Oh my word, someone just said something that kind of does that freak you out?" Like, and I just had to be like, "No, like, I know that." the the place that I'm going into, the season that I'm going into will have its challenges, will have its own giants, giants to face. Yeah, I, I hardly say this to people because of the position that I hold and the influence that I have, they feel like I'm prophesying doom, doom over them. <laughs> yeah. So I hardly say that. So it's, it's your responsibility not just to look for the encouraging words. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Go and find the truthful people that will say, hey, we have traveled the world. Like the, the couple that you mentioned, in, he's traveled the world. Mm-hmm. He's, he knows what's happening. He's not just like, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, I've read in the news. He's like, no, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I, I know what's happening. And so when they speak, they're speaking from a place of uh, experience and they speak in wisdom. It's not doom. So if I just look at my story here, it was marked with serious challenges. People only get to see me where I am, but they don't know what I walked through. Yeah. And the many times that I wanted to go back, there were many times that I literally just wanted to just jump into the next available bus and like, this is not for me. Yeah. It's not it. And God had to remind me, hey, did I not call you? Did you not say no? And I told you, go, go again. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And the moment I focused on what God was doing, the giants were defeated. Yeah. But every time I looked at the giants, it, it seemed like impossible. Like, who am I? I'm just adjusting. How am I going to change this? Mm. But there are a lot of things that have changed because I'm here. Yeah. Had I given into my fears, mm. things would have never changed. And I just want to touch on on one more thing, you know, about the whole spying the land. You know, when I was spying the land, and I was privileged that I could ask uh, the the senior leaders of River Church these questions, and they could honestly answer them. Yeah. And in a sense, also give me a word of warning, which wasn't discouraging. If anything, it made me um, more hopeful about the situation. Cause I think a lot of times when, when you kind of touch base with a place where you're going, a new job or something, mm-hmm. the people on the other side are going to make it seem like this is it. Yeah. Like, you know, they just want to get you there. So they're going to, you know, they're going to sell, this is the dream yeah. kind of thing. And I think that it's important that, um, you know, even when you are in contact with those kinds of people or in those situations that you really, I'm not saying go look for the devil and you know um, around every corner but just to really do the the research and yeah be prayerful like be mindful and involve god in that um, every step of the way 
So good. Keep God in every step of the way. Mm. Because if you remove God from the process, what's going to happen is every giant is going to overwhelm you. Mm. But when you keep God in focus, you're going to say, yes, there is a giant, but God is bigger than the yeah. giant. And I think that's what we always need to remember. And acknowledging that they are giants doesn't mean that you're defeated. Yeah. Acknowledging that they are giants just means that I've got a bigger God that has to deal with this giant for mm. me. And it also helps you to be vigilant. I think sometimes when we go into a new environment, all we want to see is the good. Mm. And by the time we notice the bad things, it's way too late yeah. and we have compromised quite a bit. But when you're aware of it, you're like, there's that giant. That, that's what they warned me against. Mm. And now I have to be strong in that area. Yeah, that's so good, Pastor Jay. So yeah, envisioning the new, it's not just about seeing everything <laughs> through rose-colored glasses. You need to yeah. see the, the full picture. So good. As you are in transit and kind of preparing your mind for the new, what are some of the things that you envision? You have some form of psychological yeah. expectation for the new season. What are some of the mm -hmm. things that you're envisioning? So I think one of the things that I'm most excited about is that I'm going into the worship and production stream with yeah. like focus on being a worship leader and um, one of the things that I'm really excited about is just there's a number of prophetic words that I've received over the years about being a worship leader yeah. and um, yeah I, I guess I'm just excited to re-look at those things and to really lean into them and yeah. to explore them you know focus on just that and and kind of see where God wants to take me as a mm. worship leader. So for me, that's one of the things that I'm so excited about. And, um, you know, just, I guess, exploring just a new country. I'm yeah. so excited about that. You know, like I've got a Pinterest board of places that I want to see and things that I want to go to and um, visit and stuff like when I'm off and when I have the, the time and the resources to get there kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that's another thing about technology is that you can really just, you know, go on Pinterest, make a board and really envision something so being a part of a new church which like word of truth has kind of been my home church for forever yeah. you know so it's like um you know there's certain expectations and there's certain like ex there's an excitement yeah. just for all the new and yeah it's just really really cool to to be in the space good i like what you said uh and i want to lean into this just before we conclude envisioning brings excitement mm. i'm still old school again i've got a proper vision board yeah. in my office where i often put things up things that i'm hoping to see in my future i put them up there or if there's a prophetic word that points to something i put it on the board and every time i look at that board there's an excitement that comes and it's so important when you are in transition to build up excitement for the mm. new and the only way you can do it is to create a visual picture a, yeah. a real vivid the clearer that picture is the better it is for you because the more excited you become and what i've noticed is the excitement keeps you focused mm. even when you step into the land and things are a little bit difficult and they are still giants i will fight any giant if i know that there's milk and honey on yeah. the other side because i've got a clear picture i, I remember the two spies they kind of like hey we saw the big grapes you know we saw the milk we saw the honey you yeah. know and and because of that hey Whatever giant is in front bring of me, bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going for the for the reward. So if you don't have a strong mental picture, all you're going to see is a giant and you're going to be, woe is me, mm. I better turn back or feel defeated. So it's important for you to have a strong 
uh, mental picture and we're calling this envision the new what's your new what's your new looking like what what's exciting you about the next season if you find that there's lack of excitement right now but what you want to step into you haven't spied the Mm. land enough you haven't envisioned there has to be excitement it's pointless just moving into a new season without any hope I would rather you step out with so much joy, so much excitement. Mm. And yeah, you will find that this land has got plenty to offer. Well, this has been a good conversation, Robin. And um, I can't wait to conclude this conversation that we've been having on managing our transitions tomorrow. Any final thoughts, words, recap, something? What would you want to leave with our podcast listeners? Mm. I think it's just like an encouragement to, um, you know, when you're envisioning the new and you're spying out the land, ask the difficult questions. You know, it may not be the easiest thing and it may even seem a bit uncomfortable, but I promise you that that is going to help you so much. Speak to as many people as you can. Ask as many difficult questions as you can. Try and get that full picture of what you're wanting to step into. So good. Don't ignore the giants. Ask the right questions. God is bigger than whatever giant you're facing. And um, yeah, If you have enjoyed the conversation, don't forget to share it with a friend and let's help people transition better. Robin, thank you for being with me. I look forward to our final episode tomorrow. And uh, yeah, this is going to be really exciting. We're praying for you. I know you have taken a a leap of faith and you are trusting God for like a miracle within transition. And I'm hoping that tomorrow as we sit and talk, something will be a little bit different. Amen to that. Amen indeed. Until tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's, let's keep, keep growing. growing.